Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Relationship Center on the Edify Podcast Network, and we're glad you tuned in. My name is Ernest Wamboye, and I'll be your host for today. Today in studio with me is... David Kimani. And today we're talking about faithfulness with our body. We're doing a series on faithfulness, David, mm-hmm. and last time we talked about faithfulness with our mind. Yes. Aha, uh-huh, it was quite something. 44 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we... Yeah, we you, you spoke a lot. And w- w- me? <laughs> peace, 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 peace. I was not faithful with my time. <laughs> we'll talk about faithfulness with our time next time. And uh, today we're talking about faithfulness with our bodies. Um, we are talking about our physical bodies. We know the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, that the human being is made of body, soul, and spirit. And so we know there's a spirit part of you, there's a soul part of you. Uh, but today we're talking about our physical body, you know, our mm. our 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 eyes, our nose, our, <laughs> you know, they say, you know, David, I read a quote that said the first step to a strong identity is accepting your nose. <laughs> if you accept your nose, <laughs> everything else will fall into place. <laughs> uh, that's why some people do not use a mirror. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, so, <laughs> so David, uh, faithfulness is our body. Yeah. We live in a physical world mm-hmm. and, uh, Many times believers don't really look at their body as something of what they say. See, we are going to heaven. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're Sounds. going to heaven. So this body, uh, you don't need to take your bit. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Forget there's an instruction actually to do so. Oh, wow, really? Uh, not, Enlighten us. Uh, not just to take your bit, but it's taking care of it is actually honoring God. But mm-hmm. let's let me let me read First Corinthians uh, six. 19 and 20. I'll, I'll read uh, I mean, I'll do t- the, the two versions, but let me start with the NLT. First Corinthians 6. Chapter, 19, chapter 6. Verse 19 to 19 20. 20 yeah. All right. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who lives in you and was given to you by God? Mm-hmm. You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Can I read the same verse in the TPT? Mm-hmm. It says, Have you forgotten, and remember this is Paul talking to believers, mm. have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? Mm. You don't belong to yourself any longer, mm. but the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, lives inside your sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And then verse 20 says, You are God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means then, use your body to bring glory to God. Mm-hmm. I like that part. Use your body to bring glory to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's where we even start. Well, people have used their body to bring glory to themselves. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh. I, 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 podcast is done. We're done. <laughs> We're done for the day. Wow. Uh, we, 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 by default, humanity uses their body for their own glory. Yeah, and so you you oh you you, you think because you 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 know you're 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 about five feet five, you you glorify yourself because you think your body is what are those figures thirty three thirty something the ladies use? Yes, you bring glory to yourself because you've got a six pack, or you you know you bring glory to yourself. Wow. We, we we actually do we we often don't use our body to bring glory to God. We often do use our bodies to bring glory to self. To this self. vain glory. Yeah, and even worse is not just glorifying ourselves. That we even use the other side when we feel we are not good enough. Yes. To de- <laughs> depreciate ourselves mm. and therefore depreciating the value of what was done at the cross. Wow. I am not tall. I am dark. I have a long nose. Where, 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 what are the last four locations your body went to? 
because uh, you took it there. I'm assuming you're not possessed, right? <laughs> you're a believer. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you unless you are a possessed person who needs to receive the Holy Spirit and be cleansed from that work of unrighteousness. You took your body somewhere. Look at the first, past four locations. Were those past four locations places where you glorified yourself? or you glor- Look at the last four things you did with your body. <laughs> oh, Were you glorifying God? Since it's morning, let's start uh, with breakfast. You did glorify your body. God, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and it's very easy to, at times we, we, we think, uh, I can eat whatever I want. Man, it's my body. In fact, let me start with this today. Your body is not your choice. Mm. Your body is not your own. It's, yeah. The I, moment I, you come to Christ. I, I hear people <laughs> saying that thing, my, bo- my body, my choice. But you realize, this is what it says. You do not belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, lives in your sanctuary. Now, I think I just need to give maybe some um, uh, a theological background for that so that we can really grasp it. You see, when it says the, the, your body is your sanctuary mm-hmm. and this Holy Spirit lives in it, mm-hmm. I think another version says your body is the temple, yes, of, the the Holy temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, who is you, in you? If you go to the Old Testament, mm-hmm. there was a physical location called the temple. Yes. And the physical location called the temple, the temple was divided into three parts. Mm-hmm. It had an outer court, mm-hmm. an inner court, and the Holy of Holies. Yes. Now, our bodies are being compared to the temple. <laughs> now, our bodies also have three parts. Mm-hmm. We have an outer court, mm-hmm. our bodies, our inner court, our souls, then we have got the Holy of Holies, our mm-hmm. spirit men. Mm-hmm. That's where the Holy Spirit lives. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. And in the in the temple, uh, the presence of God, the Shekinah glory, the kabod, was actually in the Holy of Holies. That's where the Ark of the Covenant was. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, if you got in there, you would miss the tangible presence of God. In fact, the priest, the high priest would have a rope tied around his leg so that in case he was unworthy, he was filthy and he died, no one was worthy to go in there, he'd be pulled out. Mm-hmm. Now, the temple was kept clean. Yes. 24 7, mm-hmm. there was a lamp called the menorah mm-hmm. that had its light burnt. The, 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 the utensils were cleansed. The priests took care of it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the Ten Commandments were mm-hmm. kept there. The, the burden rod of Aaron, the one that the Lord used in Numbers, I think, chapter 16, 17, they're about to prove that he had chosen Aaron to be, the, you know, the, the priest among uh, over all Israel. All those things were in there. Now, we are coming to the New Testament and we're being told, <coughs> excuse me, you don't need to go to a temple per se to meet God. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ has come yep. down mm-hmm. and after he has died and mm-hmm. you hear the message of salvation, the message of the gospel, the Holy Spirit is put inside of you, Ephesians 1, 13 to 14, mm-hmm. as a deposit guaranteeing mm-hmm. that you belong to him. Mm-hmm. Now the Holy Spirit is living inside of you and now this body is just like that temple. Yes. Now if you look at how that temple was taken care of, yeah, if I look at the Old Testament and just look at the um, the temple, the amount, of, the, amount of, the amount of time and energy taken to build it, to, to, to build it, to guard it, to guard it, to clean it. Yes, there were, in fact, there, there, those 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 are regiment, those an army regiment called the temple guards. Yes, the Pharisees went to the temple guards and told them arrest Jesus, and they mm. didn't because they heard the they had the words of Jesus and they were blown. Mm. Now we are being told <laughs> our bodies are that temple. Yes. So first we must we start where we we build it. All right. Okay. So so maybe, maybe <laughs> okay. Okay. Let let let's just start with let's just start with food. So we're building the body. Yeah. Hey. We are building the body. We are guarding the body. We are protecting the body. Mm-hmm. We are using the body to glorify God. How do we do that with food? What do you eat? Hmm. 
you know in a time and a space uh where there's junk food all over mm. we need to realize that you take care of your body by the nutrients you put into it mm-hmm. you need to eat a balanced diet mm. there's nothing wrong with you know some you know junk chicken and whatever let me mm. not mention brands so we, mm. you know, not, we <laughs> advertising yeah? and they're not paying us yeah yeah but there's nothing wrong with that every so often mm. but not every day Yes. Do you eat well? Do you take care? Do you is your meal balanced? Mm-hmm. And yes, in the time even when things are thick, you can still balance your meal. By the way, mm-hmm. you can still do that. Mm-hmm. Most of the times, we don't. We just eat whatever it is. Whatever it is, my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when you eat, do it in the in the decent quantities, mm-hmm. also that that you are, you have a, a, a one pack. Do you eat beyond your body's requirement? Exactly. And you know what happens if you don't take care of your body well? You don't eat well. Two things happen. Uh, you either become lazy mm. or your body shuts down. Yes. You cannot do anything. Mm. You know when you've, you've eaten, you can't do anything. Yes. Even your mind stops working. Mm. Yeah. If you're not eating well, even in, in fact, the power of the body actually affects your mind. Mm. If your body is not working as it should. Yeah. And so we need to go back, guys, mm. and eat well. Find the, what works for you. I, uh, there's there's no formula for it. Mm. Uh, you know, try and you know have a fruit, have your vegetables, have mm. your carbohydrates, mm. have you know proteins, mm. whatever it is. But you must take care of it. You must take build care of it. your body. Eat yeah. well. Eat well. Now drink water. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know drink you're not. Water. I'm, I'm not a camel. Why should I do? You know. <laughs> 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 uh, and you discover mm. it's you know not only does it cleanse your body system. Mm. It you know it there's something that happens. Even your skin glows. Mm. And I'm like you can see mine now. Uh, did, I, did I say that? Mm. Uh, <laughs> but you know drink drink water mm. do well we don't have to inject alcohol you know crazy amounts of alcohol every every yeah. day yeah. uh or, or, or things you shouldn't do mm. yeah there's nothing wrong with fries you know, yes potatoes were made in heaven mm. where i come from must have a potato yeah but people uh, from ha- david's uh side of the country they you know potatoes in kiswahili are called waru okay mm. <laughs> these guys love potatoes so much they put waru in everything. They put even waru in their names. You hear they're called waruguru, <laughs> warutere, waruinge. Oh, so you, ju- you just didn't you say that. Waru <laughs> 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 Anyway, you know. They, they, even when they're talking to you, they say, waru saying, man. Yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> So what are you saying? <laughs> so think about there's nothing wrong with with potatoes, mm. uh, but you can you, they have to be deep fried all the day, all yeah. the time. Yeah, you can still make them in a healthy and way. And so it's actually it's so even in the preparation of your food, even the preparation, even the pre- meat, uh, prepare your food to the glory of God. Do, do you need to go to where you come from where you must have ugali every day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which is uh, guys, Luya is not a tribe, it is a feeding program. <laughs> you need to understand that, <laughs> yeah. But you see, you, 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 you can have a decent quantity of ugali, yeah. You can have ugali, there's, there's actually maize flour that is done in a way that it has a bit more nutrients, not mm. one that is dry totally. Yes, um, you can be able to still do the same thing, but it's taking maybe doing it differently. And I think we need to practice moderation with our food because, um, I, I, I once read this from a Catholic priest who said, We seldom repent for having eaten too little. (laughs) (laughs) We seldom repent for having eaten too little. And uh, I I was reading the testimony of a certain pastor who um, said he was looking at the fruit of the Spirit Mm. and all the characteristics and he came to self-control. And he asked himself, um, what areas of my life lack self-control? And he realized this was 
uh, in the area of food, right? Uh, this is Pastor Robert Morris from mm. Gateway Church. Mm. I don't know if he's still pastor at Gateway Church. I think he handed over to Jimmy Evans. But uh, Pastor Robert Morris was saying he got to a point in his life he realized that he had no self-control as far as his his food portions were concerned, and it was affecting his health. Yeah, uh, he realized he he was falling sick often. Uh, you know, you can't show up to preach because mm. of your health and everything. Mm. So he decided to intentionally eat less than his body was craving for he reduced his quantities mm. and what began to happen is that uh the demand the, the the gap in the demand that his body craved for uh that energy was derived not from the fat in his body and so you find that when you eat excessively that excess food is stored as energy which is in turn stored as fat all right and, it's, and it's, you gain weight unnecessarily yeah so uh sorry they mm. just uh, mm. so what 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 he did um, and again, I had this from again another man of God who kept saying that he just trained himself to say no to small portions of food whenever he offered. He said he, if he went for a meeting in someone's office and he was offered coffee, he loves coffee, he just trained himself to say no, even though he, he knew he wanted that coffee. Mm. He said, and when he went to a place and there were snacks in a bowl, he just said no. And he said the more he learned to say no to small quantities of food, snacks here and there, the more he was able to say no when he was at the buffet. Yes. And very soon he became a good steward of his body. Mm. And very soon he lost the necessary weight. He averted heart diseases. He mm. averted so much problems that were coming with, with, with that. Mm. And he became faithful mm. with his body. The opposite is uh, you don't eat because you're trying to either uh-huh. f- fast in whatever it is you, all the time. And bulimia you, and what, what is that term called? That one. Anorexia. Yeah. So there's that bit where it's, 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 it's a disease. But yeah. there are those people who will not, as a try even to showcase holiness in quotes and ah. stuff like that. So what happens is you're weak. You're not, mm. Your body is not able to work as, 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 as well mm. as, as it should. Uh, what we're saying here is there's a, there's a balance. Mm. Don't overdo. Yes. Don't underdo. Mm. In fact, there's a Find place. A there's a place where Paul the Apostle said there are there are false teachers among you who purport to teach that abstinence from certain foods equates holiness. And that's in the book of First Peter. And and he says, uh, those are. In fact, <laughs> this is the word that Paul used. Paul was brutal. Paul called them the demons of doc- the, the doctrines of demons. Yeah, don't don't even go there. The <laughs> thing is, anything God created. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what Paul said. Paul said everything that God created is to be received with thanksgiving, yeah. right? But the moderation, with moderation. So what oh. you're saying is moderation. All right, yes, with moderation. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, cleanliness. <laughs> Our body needs to be clean. Are we glorifying? You showered yesterday. You have to shower today. Yeah, I showered last week. Ah, now we know. Um, yes, cleanliness. Mm. Uh, and, and, and most of the time, the thing we take care of the inward, we uh, uh, people forget the outward. Mm. Uh, in a time and a space where people are sitting in their house and you're not going outside, you know, and all those things, do I really have to shower? Mm. Uh, you know, uh, and it's important you take care of that because mm. it's hygiene. Yes. Uh, and you know, you'd be amazed at it either repulses people near you mm. and you never know about it, and someone mm. will notice it. Uh, not just repulsing people, uh, it doesn't make you feel good enough, anyway. Yes, uh, it's true. When, 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 you, when, you're, when your body is not well taken care of and well groomed, mm-hmm. it, it affects your confidence, okay, yeah. it affects how you feel, exactly. Mm. So, you know, shower, do your hair. Mm. Uh, you know, please use earbuds and clean your, you mm. know, your ears and stuff. You you can hear the sound much better. 
<laughs> when you're blowing your nose, you don't have to beat into the into the ground with your hands. Please mm. just use a hanky. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> some things is not just even uh, you know and just do it better. Yeah. You're clean. It's just the way the temple was cleaned. Yeah. Yeah. They you know the priest did what the thing they swept and all those things. Mm. Do that. Cleanse, cleanse, cleanse it. it. Cleanse it. Take care of your of, of it. And what happens is that when you know when you shower, you feel fresh. Yeah. You can face the day. Yeah. You you discover even in the shower, you can ideas can come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people who don't because they think it's too much work. Yeah, but imagine there's not too much work. Imagine if you went into that. Imagine going to the temple and it was it was dirty, stinking. It was stinking. Or, or the blood for the previous sacrifice had not been wiped out. So don't. flies are all over the holy of holies. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't even think the high priest would even hear God. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, God would not be there. <laughs> <laughs> he would not be there. Yeah. So it, it's important, uh, you know, do that, guys. Mm. Um, and uh, take takes a bit further. Even how you dress. Mm. It's part of, of that. You dress the way you want to be addressed. Ha! <laughs> Just repeat that again. You dress the way you want to be addressed. Exactly. And you know what I said? This is not my body, my, cho- my choice. Mm. Uh, that how you dress is how people look at you. Mm. Yes, you you can be smart, casual. Mm. Uh, but there's a way you can dress that people look and belittle you. Mm. Uh, there's other people where I've had people say that because you know you are born again and stuff, you to wear suits, expensive clothes and stuff. No. And you imagine no. Just yeah. imagine be smart. <laughs> Because, uh, how do I put it? So, let me use this one. You so know, I, I Jesus, if, I mean, Jesus was just, if the, the 30 to 33-year-old Jesus who did his ministry in, in ancient Palestine, if you went to him, he was the common guy. Uh, he, he'd, he'd be the guy wearing jeans today. Boom. I was actually going to, to go talk about jeans. Yeah. Because I remember, I think, when I was growing up, you know, I had been told never to wear jeans mm. because uh, then th- probably jeans those days were for mm. thugs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, then you discover, now when you go into meetings, even CEOs are wearing jeans. Mm. Everyone is, you know, smart. So when I started wearing, and I, you know, when I started wearing jeans, it was a, you know, one of those things God had to speak to me and tell me mm. that. Then you discover what it does, it has opened me up to meeting people, talking to people. Mm. They don't look in at you thinking, I can't talk to that guy because how he's dressed, he must be, you know, don't speak that kind of language, you mm. know. His English, you know, they think that they need to speak with an accent. Mm. Uh, but you, you're normal. And mm. like Christ, he was normal. Mm. He was like them. That's and why he they, glorified God. And he glorified God. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you don't have to underdress. You don't have to whatever go out of, out, out of your budget and stuff. Yes. Imagine you can actually be smart. Yes. And what happens because... Let me say this, and I'll say this carefully. Even when you're going to your father's house, mm. even you're, you know, are going to church, mm. it's your father's house you're going to. So you can't come dressed in funny, but yeah. you can be smart. Yes, you can, you, be going modest. To, you can be modest. Yeah. In fact, C.J. Mahani once said, he's a pastor. He said, C.J. Mahani says, modesty is humility in dressing. Exactly. And and uh, um, we as believers cannot avoid that whole issue of modesty because our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Hey. So and and let me, for example, speak to the ladies. Mm. If you if you dress in a way that is sexually provocative, if you dress in a way where your breastplate of righteousness is on display, you know, mm. and you want us to see the whole armor of God, <laughs> no, uh, you are not glorifying God with your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and in fact, one of the things about it also when you're doing it... And even uh, for the men, sagging jeans, you are, when you show us your rear, you are not glorifying God with your body. Exactly. You know, it's important when you're dressing, it's not just about you. Mm. It's just about other people. Mm. Are you taking care of them. Mm. And so one of the things I know I tell the ladies, you know, remember that for, for men, unfortunately, it's our eyes. Mm. Are you protecting that guy? Mm. 
or mm. are you endangering him? Mm. And you know, many times, even in Christian circles, that argument has been fought because they say, well, um, uh, the men should control the eyes. And that's true. The men are responsible. But remember what Jesus said, things that cause men to stumble will always be there, but mm. woe to the one through whom the stumbling comes. Yeah. It would be better for a millstone be tied on their neck yeah. and be thrown into the sea. Yeah. And so even in our dressing, let us not cause our brothers to stumble. And the same for our brothers. In your dressing, don't cause your sisters to stumble. So the Christian faith does not get into a gender war of mm. men versus women. Mm. The Christian faith calls for uh, responsibility on both yes. sides. And you see, the world hears this and the world gets up into fighting thinking, you know, don't tell women what to do, don't tell men what to do. It's not about that. When you come to Christ, you understand that you belong, first of all, to community. Mm. You are part of the body of Christ. Mm. Imagine if today, my pinky finger said, unless I'm done with this body, I need to go live life on my own. I want to be free. Don't tell me what to do. You yeah. know, or if today mm. I said, you know, my, 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 I, I'm going to shower, Mm. And my neck said, I don't want to shower. Mm. Shower the rest mm. of it. Mm. No, this, we are part of one body, yes. one, uti- one mm. unity, one faith. So we are not in competition. Mm. We are complementing one another. Yeah. All right. Mm. And so the, the faithfulness of our body in all this, the cleanness, the dressing, it's not an attack. Mm. It's, it's, it's a call to fidelity. Yes. It's a call to fidelity. Exactly. Yeah. Be, be you. Uh, do, do things in moderation. I, I, mm. I think one of the things that broke my heart was one day someone said they can't go to church because their clothes are cheap. And they were told they can't go because they need to be dressed. The value of dress was actually put at a certain mm. amount. Yeah. And that was heartbreaking because, mm. it, 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 you know, again, yeah. clothes don't determine what's in the heart. Yeah. But it's important to take care of this temple yeah. because of what is inside of it. In fact, and, and, and I mean that, and, and you're just bringing us to a topic that we'll deal with, which is faithfulness with our money. Mm. Uh, you've realized that your unfaithfulness in one area affects your unfaithfulness in another, in another area. area. So that, 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 that's a person who's not faithful with their money. You're getting into debt to 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 please people you don't like to please uh, the culture you're, yeah. you're doing what we talked about the mind you know yeah. you are conforming to the ideals of the mind yeah. you know yeah. and and as a result you're, you you may look good but mm. you you are suffering you are suffering all right okay all right david talk to us about um okay so we talked about food uh, cleanliness dress uh let's talk about rest our bodies need to rest <laughs> yes mm. uh even God uh, rested on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, if God rested, how much more? Uh, and you see a lot of people who uh, are thinking that they must put in much more effort. So you do, you know, uh, 16 hour days, you hardly sleep. And then what happens if you do not rest? It affects not just your body, it affects your mind. Mm-hmm. It's important to rest. The first victim is your body. Yes. When you're tired, you cannot have the energy to do the things you're supposed to do. The people in Japan who've been known to have died because of being a workaholic. Yes. No, in fact, when you don't rest, what it does is that it messes up your body. Mm-hmm. Most likely, you'll be sick or some strange thing. Your immune you, system your goes immune down. Your immune system goes down. Uh, things come up, and you find your guys with heart attacks. Uh, again, uh, talking about you know food, resting, uh, mm-hmm. or people who end up having um, what what is that strokes and stuff mm-hmm. because they never did. Mm-hmm. It's important to rest, guys. Imagine there's a reason why they, there's a there's a night. Sleep your eight hours. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I hear this debate about six, eight hours. Imagine whether it's six or eight hours. Sleep. Get rested. Get, Get rested. enough rest. Get enough rest. And at times, the rest is not even just in bed sleeping. Mm. There's times to, who you know, mm. shut off everything mm. and just chill. Mm. And just chill. In fact, uh, there's, a, there's a friend of mine who told me uh, at times Christians fall into temptation uh, when they don't, when they don't uh, watch out for these four things. When you're hungry, 
angry, lonely and tired. And those four those those mm. four words form mm. the word halt. So it says yes. when you're hungry, angry, lonely and tired, it's really all at once. Yeah. Just stop. Exactly. Just stop. Exactly. Stop and take a break. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because uh, the the command to rest uh, Exodus 20 verse 8 moving on says remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy mm. six days you shall labor and do all your work but mm. the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God mm. on it you shall not do any work you or your son or your daughter your male servant or your female servant or your livestock mm. or the sojourner who is within your gates mm. for in six days the Lord God made heaven and earth the earth the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy uh, first of all I'm just amazed that the command to rest made it in the top 10 <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we we often don't see we david when you don't keep the sabbath or when, when the, when the average christian at least in my own estimation who doesn't keep the sabbath doesn't really feel like they've sinned as opposed to when you look at a command like do not murder mm. and yet the sabbath comes even before the command do not murder mm-hmm. and all these things are in god's economy mm. and he says rest yes it made it to the top four yep <laughs> and then it's the one of the few commands if you look at other commands like in verse 13 14 15 16 uh those commands are pretty explanatory god just says you shall not murder period i'm not going to tell you why murder is wrong just mm. don't do it mm. it is obvious why you shouldn't do it mm. you shall not commit adultery come on that's someone's husband mm. that's someone's wife mm. you shall not steal period you shall not you find that the commands that are very straightforward mm. but there are certain commands that have got app- that have got appendages mm. and these appendages give us the heart mm. of what god is saying mm. so in this particular one he says remember the sabbath keep it holy six days shall labor do all your work but on the seventh day you rest and the heart of it is that god rested yes. so when we don't use our bodies to rest we abuse the work of creation. Yes. When we don't use our bodies to rest, we insult the creator. Mm. We insult his ways. Mm. We insult his methods. Mm. We insult his wisdom. Mm. We basically think, when we think that we can stay three straight nights working so that we can get astronomical profits and get money that is out of this world and so that we can have a great vacation, you will die in that vacation. All right? You didn't we, enjoy it. You are insulting your creator. Yeah. Whenever you refuse to rest, you are insulting your creator. Mm. In six days, the Lord created heaven and earth and he rested. And listen, God is God. He didn't, quote-unquote, need the rest. No. Nope. Nope. All right? He, 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 I mean, he didn't need it. Mm-mm. But just to show, to show the value, value the sanctity it. of rest, and, yeah. and to show us, and I think God was also using that to show us grace, because grace is about rest. Mm. You know? You rest in him. You rest in him. him. You see, uh, in a world that is becoming busier by the day and things running faster than ever before, uh, it's important to make the, to make those tough decisions. Mm. He's saying, you know what, after 8 p.m. I will not pick calls, uh, you know, work calls and stuff like that, mm. and create boundaries. Yes. He's saying on, su- on Sunday uh, after church, I will stay sit home in the, mm. with the children and chill mm. and you know because what happens is most people some happy some saying change is as good as as as, as rest mm. uh, but what happens you, you come from work and you come home you're running with the kids and stuff mm. your body is tired mm. then you've not even rested your mind mm. so what happens when tomorrow morning you can't be everything you, you cannot be the place no, you're supposed to you're not glorifying god so there's a, there's a place to to create those boundaries and you know say you know what i need to be in bed by 10 yes. 10 p.m discipline uh, discipline mm. uh and, and and even then even at time of rest it's not even about sleeping he's mm. saying what can i do i can chill mm. no, i can just have a cup of 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 of, of tea or coffee mm. uh and 
watch something yes i'm taking a break yes i'm taking it easy yes um and it's important we actually make that decision yes um for me what for how i rest is music yes i enjoy, I enjoy my music at, wow. at a slightly louder volume uh, <laughs> put my worship and and i and i, and I chill uh, mm. I, i take a book uh, which is not deep stuff yes you know a, a novel and a light stuff. read a light light read uh, that's hard for where i come from to say a light read uh <laughs> and just you know take it easy it and uh, it so my body is resting uh, oh yeah there must be a cup of tea hallelujah mm, and dosed yeah and then what happens is you discover not only your body but even your mind is yeah it's so true. it's very important that we make those tough decisions mm. it's not a tough decision it's a decision we must make mm. so, so that we can honor god all right mm. um let's talk about faithfulness with our, to our faithfulness to our body as far as sex is concerned sexuality yeah good one and i think that's the context yeah. of the, the verse the, we read the, the context yeah it starts off with yeah. with, with sex yeah um, when, when the body when the bible says um um your body is a temple of the holy spirit mm. prayer to that paul was talking about sexual immorality yes he says when a man sleeps with a prostitute he becomes one with her in fact the term that he uses there is one flesh describing mm. the same soul tie that is used to describe adam and eve in genesis 2:24 mm. that they became one flesh that is one in every way body soul spirit so uh, there, there's a strong tie that is connected uh between a man and a woman through sex but now mm. the, the the tie between Adam and Eve is a healthy tie yeah that's a healthy soul tie it's mm. healthy it's good mm. that one flesh experience is good mm. but the tie between uh <laughs> a man and a prostitute in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 16 mm-hmm. that is not a healthy tie mm. and then Paul now goes and tells us this man ought to use his body for the glory of God mm. by living a sexually pure life. Yeah. So it's interesting. Let me read um 1 Corinthians 6 uh, from 17. Mm-hmm. It says but the one who joins himself to the Lord is mingled into one spirit with him. Mm-hmm. This is where you must keep running away from sexual immorality. For every other sin a person commits is external to the body, mm-hmm. but immorality involves sinning against your own body. Wow. You sin against your, your own, own body. body. The other ones are external. Mm. But sexual sin is your own body. And the sexual sin is not just having sex with someone, mm. is things like uh, watching porn, yes. masturbation. Yes. It's sinning against your own body. You're defiling the you're temple. You're defiling the temple. No, yeah, defiling the temple. But even those uh, I like the f- when you sin against your body, because we never we most of the times think we're sinning against God. Mm. In things and yes we are mm. doing those things, but, but not taking the sin against, against your, body. your own body. You're messing up your own body. Mm. Uh and most of the times we never people don't think about because you think you know first in my body my choice. Mm. I want some she wanted some you know and, and do this thing. Mm. Or I am not even having sex with someone. I was just watching. Mm. What's wrong with that? It's mm. me. Mm. I have not sinned. I didn't yes. have sex. Yes. Um I was just, you know, um I did have sex with someone. I was just masturbating. And in fact, so I can even just gratification as Yeah. And called. even for the person who's watching explicit entertainment, mm. I think I can show very directly how that destroys your physical body. Okay? So you're watching porn, you're watching all this entertainment and it, the Holy Spirit is convicting you. Yes. He's telling you to stop. Mm. And you're lying to yourself for the enemy's lying to you. He's telling you you're not hurting anyone. Mm. Now let me just show you how you're hurting yourself. A neurologist tell us David that whenever you watch explicit content and forget about porn, porn may even be on the extreme. Many of, many many of the areas in which believers are compromised in is in these series and movies that have got this <laughs> this bedroom scenes mm. and we think uh I'm not having anyone you are you are not being faithful to your body mm. and here's why when you watch that your body produce your brain which is a part of your physical body mm-hmm. your brain produces chemicals mm-hmm. one of the chemicals that is produced is called dopamine dopamine is a chemical whenever you engage in anything pleasurable good food good experience Uh, something titillating a sexuality on screen mm. dopamine is produced it tells the brain mm. let's do this again 
Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. and so the brain has a longing for that. Mm-hmm. Another chemical is produced called norepinephrine. Mm-hmm. Norepinephrine burns these memories in your mind for you to keep remembering that activity and to desire it again. Mm-hmm. But then now, let's talk about the men. For men, uh, a chemical is produced in our body called testosterone. Now, testosterone is naturally produced in your body. It's what makes men men. It's what mm-hmm. makes us. What gives us gruff voices? Gives us uh, beards. Mm-hmm. Gives us gives us deep voices. Mm-hmm. Makes us more muscular. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes us look like men and behave mm. like men mm. now testosterone is also responsible mm. for attraction to women yes. sexual attraction to women mm. when you consume that entertainment mm. what you do to your body is that your body releases excess testosterone mm. more than the daily requirement mm. what does that do to you as a man you find yourself having excessive sexual attraction or sex or excessive sexual impulses towards mm. women mm. so as a christian you go out and when you walk out in the day, you find that you can't stop looking at women. Your neck can't stop turning. Mm-hmm. Your neck, you're always turning at the women in the streets. And you're wondering, oh my gosh, why am I always last after women? Well, there's excess testosterone in your body. Mm-hmm. And at times that comes from the entertainment that you watch. Yes. All right? So mm-hmm. look at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You are sinning against your own body. Exactly. And so now you start to have a struggle of lust. Yeah. Now, again, another came, and even for women, women have got some small degree of testosterone, mm-hmm. which if they consume that kind of entertainment, it makes them hypersexual. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's another chemical, and this is what uh, neurologists call the, they call it the addiction protein. It's called Delta Force B. Delta Force B is responsible for all forms of addictions, whether betting, whether gambling, whether, 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 whether cocaine, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. sexual. And Delta Force B is a chemical that is produced, is a, is a protein that's produced in your brain with excessive consumption of that kind of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now, Delta Force B tells the brain, let's do this now. Yeah. Now. You see, not tomorrow. Mm. Dopamine can wait. Mm. But Delta Force B sends now. So what happens to you? Your body starts getting compulsive urges for sexual gratification. Mm. So you find that you're a born-again Christian and all of a sudden the idea of waiting for sex until marriage starts looking ridiculous to you. Mm. You're sinning against your body. Mm. You find that your body starts getting compulsive urges towards sexual experience content. You long to go back to that series. You can't go. It's what you do. You find yourself going to pornography. You find yourself masturbating. Mm. You're sinning against your body. Mm. And this is what they say. Neurologists say that that Delta Force B, if you want to get rid of it, because it constantly is putting your body on alarm, constantly Mm. making it to desire sexual Mm. content. It says, they say you have to abstain and stay clean without interacting that sexual content for up to eight weeks. So that the chemical in your body, in your brain can die because it's mm. got a very long half-life. Mm. And after eight weeks, all the Delta Force B has died. Now your mind is fresh, it's clean. Mm. But this is the danger. That within those eight weeks, if you engage with that sexual content, mm-hmm. fresh Delta Force B is produced. Mm. So imagine you go clean yeah, for one yeah. week, two weeks, then you three weeks, whole four weeks, five weeks. Mm-hmm. Si- you're, mm-hmm. you're so close. And then you now watch that series, mm. fresh Delta Force B. Mm. You get into a pattern of addiction. Mm. And so you are sinning against your body. You are sinning against the Lord. You are mm. being unfaithful to your body when you consume that kind of entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we, people never think about it. So you think it's pleasure and you can imagine you mess up in your body because mm. whatever whatever num- number of minutes you, you, you engage in it. Mm. And it's important that, uh, because it's not just your body, it's your thoughts and your and and, and, and whatever and your words mm. that also get affected. Yeah. It's also how it, you see yourself. Yes. And what happens is for a lot of people, guilt, shame, self-condemnation comes. Mm. Then you're, they're not able to go back to what we're talking about. They're not able to eat well. They're not able to shower mm. because you're just thinking, did I do this? Mm. Or feeling helpless. Mm. You know. Uh, and there's nothing as wrong as that. And so it's important, good people, we take care of our bodies. Mm. Uh, sex is, is, is amazing. It's beautiful. 
in the right space. Yeah. And I don't mean a room. In the right space meaning marriage. <laughs> yeah. In marriage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and no one ever died because of lack of sex. If you know someone, <laughs> get, bring me a check. Uh, I'll give you a David will pay you. Now, now, now that you mentioned married people, mm-hmm. there are married people who now, according to God's word, God's decree for sexuality is sex between one man one woman within the covenant of marriage mm. it's not one man one man one woman one woman mm. one man multiple women one mm. woman multiple men one no it's one man mm. one woman male and female biologically <laughs> all right within we, ha- we have to say these things david mm. within the context of marriage that is god's will now there are people who are in that space mm. there are people who are in that space there uh, uh, yes i am married one man one woman within the context of marriage but they're still not being faithful to their body because they're denying their partner sex Yes. You are actually being unfaithful to God because yes. this is what the Bible says. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, I'm reading from the NS from ESV. Mm. Um it is good for a man not to have sexual relationships with a woman. This is Paul the apostle saying, mm. But because of the but because of temptation to sexual morality, each man should have his own wife mm. and each woman her own husband. So again he mm. clearly says mm. this gift as David has said is between one man and one woman. It's there's a context. Then look at what it says. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights. Mm. And likewise the wife to her husband. Then this is how you know that you're not being faithful to your body when you deny your partner sex. Mm. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement. Not one of you decides to fast and the other one is there. By agreement mm. for a limited time. Mm. So that you may devote yourselves to prayer. But then come again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Think about this. I hear stories, I, I, I hear men who come to me and say, my wife is not giving me sex because she's on a kesha. She's, she, she, she's on a fast. How long is she fasting? She's fasting for 21 days. She's fasting for 30 days. And I'm like, all right, okay, have you been in agreement? No, you've not been in agreement. Dear wife, if there's no agreement, then you're sinning against your body. Because your body is your husband's body and your husband's body is yes. your body. Mm. I hear husbands who, uh, at times, I, I heard of a, of, a, of a woman who came for counseling who the husband was punishing her. By in, refusing. By refusing to give her sex. She was pregnant and many women have their libidos go down mm. during pregnancy. Mm. There are some women who their testosterone, the, the testosterone levels in their bodies go up and they have more desire for sexual intimacy. Mm. And the husband, in a bit to just manipulate and punish her, denied her. Dear husband you are sinning against the Lord. Okay? You are not being faithful with your body. Yeah. yeah. I had a crazy one. I don't know what mm-hmm. I... So this, it's actually, uh, uh, I was talking to someone and their friend was actually in a, a group of Christian, Christian married couples. Mm. And what they're doing because they're Christians uh, and they wanted to have entertainment, they're exchanging. Oh, swinging. Uh, that's what I want. Yeah. Now, how do and you uh, even have the boldness to call yourself? So again, call yourself a Christian. Yeah, and so it it's some of the things happening, but it's important that we go back and take care of our bodies. Yes, it's yeah. important. Yes. Let's not sin against our bodies. Mm. All right, David. Let's talk about one more. I'm sure there are multiple ways we could talk about faithfulness of body, but there's one we want us to talk about: exercise. Ah, so you can exercise in your head. You do <laughs> sit-ups. You count one, two, three seated. Anyway, I'm you, just you know, kidding. You know, David, <laughs> many people listening to this podcast, perhaps the only exercise they've done since January mm. is jumping to conclusions. Yes. <laughs> running out of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> walking out of conversations. <laughs> 
yeah. 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 So uh, why do we need physical exercise? Or do we need physical exercise? Is this being faithful to our physical body? You need to be fit. Yes. You just don't eat. Uh, you just don't rest. You yeah. need to be fit. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people cannot do what they're supposed to do because mm. they're not fit. Yeah. Uh, in, you know, when your, your body needs a certain level of fitness to do the things God wants you to do. Someone said, but, but David, gyms are expensive. You don't have to do a gym. The apps, free apps or mm. Android, mm. Uh, the YouTube videos, mm. uh, but you can also use the imagination. Mm. I mean, if it's sit-ups, really, uh, do you, need mm. to, you don't need to pay for a gym to do yeah. sit-ups. You can actually do it in your house. You can wake up before your children or you can actually involve them and do that. And I think we can also get out of the tradition. You know, when you say excess, put this thing for a traditional wake Way up of at 4 a.m. Uh, there, 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 there are people in our estate. Uh, you you would not say they're exercising, mm. but they're exercising. Mm. Whenever he needs to buy some bread, he walks he, to the shop. shop. He does not drive. Exactly. That is exercise. Mm-hmm. So I think also just to let our audience know, we are not necessarily saying that get some tights, get some mm. pants, get some more. Then do. That, that's good. Mm. But think about your mobility. Mm. Your mobility. Mm. Uh, at times you sit the whole day. Mm. You could say, I'm going to be taking breaks mm. and walk a lot. You yeah. know? That is exercise. You can do it even in the office. You mm. can, when you're going to the office, you can walk up the stairs. You can take the stairs you instead of the, the elevator. Uh, instead of taking the li- uh, the elevator, the lift, you can mm. walk downstairs. You can go to the shop. You can do different things. Mm. You can go for a walk with your children. Mm. There yeah. are many ways of doing this. There's mm. no excuse, mm. but we need to be fit, good people. Yeah. Because if you're gonna, we, if for us to fulfill our purpose in our generation, this means God wants us to. For us to have long life. And also to have long life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that in Luke two fifty two, the Bible says Jesus grew in stature. Yep. <laughs> he took care of his body, in stature, in wisdom, and in favor with God and man. Yeah. And also to just understand that God, God, God the, 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 in in the early church, there was a group of heretics who came to oppose the Christians because they were saying, uh, "Why are you guys talking about the resurrection? God doesn't care about this physical body. This physical body is sinful." It's and they were called agnostics, mm. and that's the reason why the book of First John was written because mm. John writes to them and tells them, "Listen, uh, you're dismissing this physical body." The Jesus Christ who is our Lord and Savior, we saw him with our eyes, we touched him with our hands, mm. we had him, he was a physical body, mm. he was not he was not a sinful human being, mm. all right? And uh, God made a phys- made you as a physical body. Mm. Uh, Jesus Christ honored the physical body by coming and living as one, dying as one. The Holy Spirit honors the physical body by living mm. inside of yeah. it. And then God honors it further by resurrecting it on the final day, mm. all right? Mm. And you will get a resurrected body. Yeah. But it just shows that our, our physical bodies can glorify God. So let's let's do that. Think about whatever I'm doing with my body. Would that be done in the temple? Mm. If it wouldn't be done, by all means, honor the Lord with your body. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let it bring glory to God. Mm. Let it bring glory to God. Yeah. Not, nothing less. David, pray for us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness to us. Mm. Thank you that your Holy Spirit lives in us. Our heart's desire, Lord, is to honor you by taking care of our bodies, by not just building them, but also cleaning them, uh, by protecting them, my Father. Mm. Uh, so, Lord, even as we make the choice and each of us makes the choice, I ask that you give us the wisdom. So, as you give us the uh, the strength and the ability to do what we need to do. Mm. If we need to exercise, that we can keep to the discipline and refuse any form of discouragement, my mm. Father. We need to eat and the temptation comes, that we can fight those temptations, my Father. 
mm. and lord if uh, i mean if uh, even the things we, what we need the dis- the disciplines we need to build whether it's to to shower consistently whether it's to dress in a way that glorifies you my father mm. we ask that you help us and give us that uh, you know more ability so we surrender ourselves to you today mm. and uh, ask that you may just have your way thank you that the holy spirit lives in us and thank you because he he is our helper now and so we ask the holy spirit to you also help our, help us as we make those decisions mm. and it may it all be for your glory mm. in jesus name we pray amen and ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in this is the relationship center on the edify podcast network my name is Ernest Wamboye in studio with me has been the one and only David Kimani and for more great podcasts that will build your faith and inspire you please head over to www.edify.app that is edifi.app or you could also search for the edify app in the app store or in the google play store see you next time <laughs>